I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, soul lights. Understand what living awake is. You've come to the right place. Welcome, everyone. Welcome in the chat, Sacred Space of Empowerment Room also known as my sound engineer. So let me know how the sound is, please. Oh, can't tell you how glad I am to be connecting with all of you today. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, just uh, one of those days, weeks, months, years. Um, not bad, just interesting. We're going to talk about it. All right, so lights, um, if you're new to the program, welcome. So great to have you here. Hope you find um, comfort, um, insight, awareness, and some full path community here. Um, and if you want, if you're new and you want to be in the chat, you just have to do a little sign up with BTR, Blog Talk Radio. Otherwise, you can call in. That number is 347 539 5122. And if you have a question or a comment, please press one on your keypad. So I get, I, it looks like now there's a little hand that raises. It was something else before. So anyway, 347-539-5122, press one on your keypad. All right, everyone, uh, you got me, you got me, you got me for the whole program, the whole episode, um, which is always great. Right, I I love doing readings. So I hope I hope people call in three four seven five three nine five one two two. Press one on your keypad. I do see quite a few people in the queue. Some of you have the little hand raised up. I guess it's pressing one on the keypad. It gives me an alert. All right. Before we um, dive in here, uh, I want to mention um, again if. Um, you want to connect with me further, you always can on soulplayground.life, always see Instagram, YouTube. Love for all of you. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's starting to glow. You know, I started it a few years ago. Well, actually, I started it, I don't know, 10 years ago. But it really just was like a, a flash drive for me. You know, I would just, I just knew I would do something someday with it. So I used it kind of as a placeholder for you know, videos when I was watching Yoshi and I'd upload to Facebook. You know, in order to upload to Facebook, I had to, you know, back in the, you had to have a link. So I'd upload it to YouTube. Um, and then just various workshops that I did. Um, local. I didn't, I don't have any of my retreats, longer retreats, but there is some good soul support. If you're needing meditation, hypnotherapy, interplane work, there are some channeled sessions there. Um, 
I think I uploaded some stuff when I was teaching at Agape Spiritual Center. But anyway, never really gave it any thought. And I actually had some people that when I first started this podcast were like, oh, you should be on YouTube. And I wish I would have been able to do both, but I was just so busy. I mean, it was just like, you know, I was building curriculums for Daily Ohm, you know, Agape Spiritual Center, doing my own workshops. Um, But lo and behold, years later, Following my bliss, following my joy, what happens? I happen to do a pick a card on Michelle Knight's website, and I loved it. I never seen. I was like, oh my god, I love this. I could do this. This is so cool. Um, and she and I, it's interesting. She's the only her, Michelle Knight in England. She spells her name Michelle with one L, as I do, as well. And then she had a show in. England called Ghost uh, Housebusters. You go in and read the energy of the house. I did the TV pilot here in the United States for Housebusters. Um, I think it was with NBC, uh, Paramount NBC. I'm not sure. I don't remember who the producers were, but anyway, it didn't it didn't take off here. But I thought that was it. See how synchronicities are, and then I'm a psychic medium and tarot reader. She's a psychic and tarot reader. We both spell our name with one L. We both she had she was doing Housebusters, and I get the role in of how um, to do Housebusters here. <laughs> I don't know. I just those kind of things. You guys just gotta crack me up. They just kind of it's like, hey, if anybody says there's no like interconnection to people and things, think again. You know. Um. So yeah, so it's like. All these interconnections, you know, got to start paying attention to them more because they really do mean something. Anyway, years later, so I started doing, and then I just posted some and then got response, and then I'm like, I really like this. Plus, what really brought me joy, tripped me out, but brought me joy, was I could feel the people I was reading for. I could hear you guys. I could hear the voices. I could feel the energy. I could feel the questions in the cosmos, in the void. Now, yes, I do that with group channelings I've done. I do that with, you know, individuals, obviously. You know, as soon as people schedule a session, I'm already getting information on them. Um, That's why I kind of do an automatic writing thing. You know, back in the day, I didn't even do tarot. I didn't do anything. I just, people would call or show up, and I would just start reading. Or before they called or showed up, I would get, I would say, what does this person need to know? I'd either ask the guides or I'd say spirit or God, what does this person need to know? How can I help them? So that really, I was like, oh my God, there's something here. And I just, my heart really opened. I thought, I really want to do more of this. And in 2022, I want to do more of this and more, you know, group work and get just, just soul support You know, some of you might have heard Teresa who called in last, you know, uh, Wednesday on the podcast. Um, Great student. I don't even want to call client. Soul buddy student. She's doing so well. Um, As is is so many people um, that I'm really honored and gifted to to work with, Um, both an honor and a gift. My gift, my honor, but also I, I receive the honor and the gift. So then I, you know, then Yoshi was ill, my beautiful fur baby, who I would still have today, but, you know, wasn't the timing. 
Um, but I had to take care of her kind of around the clock, which I'm still kind of recovering from that because sometimes I would get maybe an hour of sleep, and then I have all my clients, everything, my own personal life. Um, you know, I was just, you know, round the clock caretaking and in and out of the hospital with her and all of that. Um, so I didn't, I didn't have the extra bandwidth or t- time. I tried to do it. Now I'm more consistent. So love if you guys can connect more there. Um, yes, Haley, thank you. Yes, oh my God. Ah, not a day goes by I don't think about her and appreciate her. You know, um, such a gift. In a little in a little free package. So anyway, with that said, love, love, love for you to come over. Have the have the, this community. I know many of you are part of a lot of different communities. Um, if you feel a resonance, to definitely subscribe, get the notifications, and most importantly, stop by and say hi in the chat. Or if you listen to Awakenings with Michelle Mache and you're also, you know, part of on YouTube, you know, let me know that you're both. Because I'm starting to recognize people by their name or their icon or their picture, and it's really, really cool. So also, if you want more support, you can go to Patreon. I've got stuff happening there. I've got some new stuff, some cool stuff. I think it's pretty cool anyway. Coming up in 2022. 2022 is the liftoff year. It's about the cosmic blastoff. Um, and also, Mentor Cam, another way, you know, you could either text me the message, um, you know, your questions through the Mentor Cam app or there's a web version, or you can video it in. You can, and that's very cool too because I give my response video. And if you need like a quick, like, because I'm usually booked pretty far in advance with my private sessions through soulplayground.life. Um, but mentor cam, because it's just one, I think you're allowed, one question, one to three questions, I don't know whatever, how it goes. Um, but they're quick answers. So, you know, I, I put time aside especially when I'm doing other videos or I'm doing soul-centered living uh, program and group or, or, or meeting for Patreon, I just get on there and answer the questions. But what I also love is I get to see you. I get to see you in the video, and then you get to see me. So it's really cool. So, again, name, again the name with the face. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, it's just so cool when I just – I don't know. I love it. I just, uh, this is my, like, these are all, these are dreams manifesting for me that I've had these dreams, these goals, these, this vision. As a creative, as a visionary, as a psychic channel, before the technology was here. And I was trying to do it with, you know, friends that know a bit about programming and or apps. And it's just, I would always hear, oh, the technology isn't there. Or you could build it out on your website, but then you have to have somebody managing it, or you have to manage it, or you have to do support. You you know, it's like, oh, that's not available yet. That's a good idea, Michelle. Yeah, no one's doing that yet. That's really good. So now there's more and more of these platforms. And, again, that just pretends things to come with using technology. That's Aquarius and Uranus, right, computers, devices, technology, Technology of the mind and the body, you know. And speaking of that, I got to remember, I got to remember to mention this um, till the 21st of December. Okay. I promise I'm going to get to reading soon. Oh, my God. It's 12-12. Synthesizing. I've got a good post on that on my website. 
1212. Wow, powerful. And that's what we're doing right now, the synthesizing energy. Oh, amazing. To get to the new species of the soul being. So that was very timely. 1212. Wow, I just put this chat. So December 21st, the solstice, wherever you are, winter, summer solstice, the solstice, this is a very important solstice. It's coming out of this very powerful lunar and solar eclipse, the solar eclipse in Sagittarius, new moon Sagittarius. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that before I get to callers, touch on that. But many of you know, I've mentioned before, Grace O., Amazing sound healer. She does transmissions through sound. I'm going to, I'm first going to tell you what we're doing, then I'm going to share a little story, and then we're going to, uh, going to go on. So, we're, uh, the 21st, I really wanted to do something for this solstice. And um, if you're interested in it, it's rainbow light transmission, which is energetic sound healing uh, we're gonna, with breath work. And transmission. Now, I do the transmissions energetically. Anybody that's done any of my workshops, um, you have felt them. You have talked about them. Many people have talked about they felt it even before they logged in, whether it was, you know, I was using free conference back in the day or Zoom. They could feel the energy. Same with my in-person. So it's, it's a specific gift that's passed on and trained, she has that too as well. So we're going to be working with the Rainbow Bridge, Shashumna, the Bridge of Light through the Chakras. And so this will be interplay, a little bit of a workshop in the beginning, a little bit of what's the energies, what's coming up. You know, if people have questions, then we're going to do deep interplay in journey work, accessing higher frequency energies through the subtle energy aligning the chakras, really connecting into that rainbow bridge energy, which aligns you in through the um, light body and Merkaba. Um, some of you, I did a somewhat of one similar to this um, a couple months ago, I guess, and it's pretty powerful. And then Grace is going to do the sound. So it's really going to be amazing. Um, you have headphones on, you bring your headphones, just get cozy, comfy. And basically going to be extending, expanding your vibrational frequency to really work on the body also. This is really geared to the etheric bodies as well, right, the subtle energy bodies, you know, connecting them to the etheric to get to that astral, the Akashic realm and spirit realm. But then really also that body-mind-spirit, really nurturing the body-mind-spirit. And Grace, um, if you want to find that information, go to uh, – soulplayground.life upcoming events, upcoming workshops and classes, and click on it. She's profound. She, when I first, one of the first, I, I did some sound baths with her that she was doing and yoga. She's also trained in yoga. She's just amazing. One of them, and some of you heard this story, and this happened a, a number of times with her, but the first time, I, I didn't really know her, and I did this. Um, I was doing yin yoga at Yoga Nest. Shout out, Sarah Faluga. Um, I also did many. Some of you have done the, the shamanic interplane work that I did, the wakeful dreaming that I did. That yoga studio is on a vortex. I mean, the, the things that were opening up and happening there, I mean, it was just powerful, powerful, powerful 
uh, energy transmission, um, transmutation event. You could feel the vortex. You could see the guides. So one day, or light being, were actually. So one night, I, I she's going to do this sound bath healing, and I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I, I like her, you know. I didn't know her. I just knew her name. I'm laying there deep in the sound bath, and then I'm feeling myself getting adjusted. I could feel like my someone was moving my pelvis, the hip area, then the shoulders, and then spending a lot of time on my pelvis. And I thought it was her. I'm laying there with my eyes closed, just deep, 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 deep into the sound bath, deep into trance. And and then I'm like, uh-oh, this is going on a little too long. It's a boundary issue. You know, because everybody, if you've ever done, you know, there's all – there's, a, there's an appropriate amount that you get the adjustment, and then the teacher moves on. So I opened my eyes. I was going to say something, and it's a light being. <laughs> it's an interdimensional being there. She's way behind the bowls. No way to get out. She's got all these bowls and dogs. And then I look around, and, you know, and then the light being too was there over me, and was moving around, then I see her other dimensional body moving through the room at different points. Then I extended my energy out further, and then I just went, went back in. I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. This is like, because I see this kind of stuff. I have this kind of experience. So I don't know her, but I want to say something after the class. Other people are talking to her, you know, often, like she's talking to these two or three women off in a corner, but I'm like, well, I don't know her. I'm not going to just first time meeting someone say something. I walk up and she finishes whatever she was saying. And then she looks around, looks at me, and she says, how about those other dimensional beings that were gracing us? I'm like, you saw those? She said, you saw those? I said, saw them, felt them. One of them was adjusting me. She's like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. She goes, but most people don't see it. I'm like, well, it happens all the time to me, and I know most people don't see it. We did a few, I did a few more things with hers, and that happened. I mean, I told her, I said, well, I'm glad you, I wanted to say something, but I don't know you, you know, and so I just, I'm not one of those kind of people that goes up and goes, oh, let me tell you about you or what I saw or this or that, you know, until I get to know people better. So, yeah, it's pretty Oh, my God, pretty, um, pretty, you know, just, anyway, she's going to be, I wanted to share that with all of you, just, she's very powerful, very humble, very gifted, gifted musician, gifted healer, does amazing cranial sacral work, um, but she definitely brings her team, she has a team. I feel these were specific to her, but also there, there, that, there was a portal there for other dimensional beings and extraterrestrials, other, other beings. Um, other planetary beings. And that portal, I'd worked around it for, there was like a little intersection, a vortex, it's a vortex. Um, yeah, a lot of other dimensional beings coming through there. And that happens, you know, it's not only out into the, you know, the wilderness or wild or out in the middle of nature. Well, there's a lot of vortexes, if you know what to look for and feel for, all over because we've built up around them. You know, a friend of mine where I stay in the mountains sometimes it has a vortex, um, you know, by his house. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, there's just a lot. And, and you know, vortexes, chakras, their chakras are intersections of energy. 
Anyway, if you want to connect with me about that and join us, love to have you for the solstice. We're going to do it actually on the solstice. So if you'd like to join in, go to soulplayground.life, upcoming courses and classes. Yes, exactly, Ellis. Extraterrestrial does not imply Martian, alien, etc. Yeah, alien just means foreign to us. Like people say, uh, people that are not from the, a certain country, they're alien. In fact, on the, there's a card that says alien status. If somebody comes here from France or can't, they're an alien. So it's it's from, um, yeah. So it's it's the, yeah the whole of us. So just diving really quickly, wanted to connect in with what I wanted to talk about, the spiritual. A lot of people are feeling psychically attacked right now, that there's a, a spiritual, if you want to say spiritual and or psychic warfare, um, which implies that spirit is split. There's a split that's happening. I feel that it's extra It's it's extra in emphasized right now, perhaps even what you want to call strong or intense, due to this... Um, Lunar eclipse, it's very powerful lunar eclipse that we just had and very powerful uh, solar eclipse that's coming up. You know, as you know, the lunar eclipse brings up the emotions. The solar eclipse is usually what eclipses something out because the light. So something that we've been depending on, someone that we, something that, um, you know, could come to light or could be moved out of the realm of our of our life. That's why a lot of times they say eclipses bring endings. So there's a lot of cleansing and clearing of the human aspect of our being, the the part of us that is connected to more of a human lineage, um, man-made law, man constructs, so that we can connect more to the galactic aspect of our being. All right, more of the soul, frankly, really, the spiritual essence of us, which goes on, and the soul, which is the design of us. We have so many overlays over us of conditioned response patterns from programming that is being lifted individually and collectively. And you could see there's a bit of a power struggle. Now, when we look at the, um, when we, when we look at the idea of us and them, that fits that there's a war. I mean, to have an argument, you have to have two people or two parts of yourself that you're arguing with or debating. It implies another side. And and though we are all from the same source, the God, all that is, infinite intelligence, creative intelligence of the all that is that separates out, right, that metaphysical axiom, out of the one comes the many and from the many is the one. So get that, out of the one, out of the oneness, it separates out to know itself and have an experience and expression. So then there is this soul design, if you will, a seed, a fractal, a sequence of vibrational energies, complex frequencies, and wavelengths that come together that create a certain life form. So that life form is from the formless. And that life form take, can take, or that from that formless, to get that it comes many forms, right? So what's happening is there is a ramping up of the idea of separation. And what in the separation, which is the ultimate separation, in fact, in, 
in advanced interplane work I do, the, the, we clear the energy all the way to what we call the original separation, the original lie that we're separate from source, that you have to connect to source through, you know, a priest, uh, a nun, or whatever, you know, that there's always this intermediary. And that's where we get these authority figures, whether you look archetypally as the gods and goddesses or our presidents. We look, right, our prime minister, our president, the authority. So there's going to be a lot next year about reclaiming your own inner authority. This doesn't mean we don't listen to others and others aren't experts or they have their thing to do, but there is a difference between bringing it back to oneself and seeing in what way it fits for us. But it takes time. That means you sometimes have to do research, whether you're researching in your own mind or you're researching through online or books or talking to other people. A lot of people don't want to do that. Now, I'm not saying what well, – I'm going to use an example here. And, well, for one thing, let me just kind of mention this. I, when I was doing a lot of depossession work, I found – that most of the people that thought they were possessed, some were, I did what some were, but most of them had what we call thought forms that got animated. In other words, it was their own thought forms attacking them, that they, they, they felt so strongly, somewhat consciously, but also very strongly subconsciously. They had subconscious programming and conscious inner talk about how awful they were or less than or they were or one woman dirty, you know, um, that that oh that these things would happen and a lot of them unfortunately came from very strong religious backgrounds where that was used against them like family members um other people within a congregation where they were told they were if they did certain things they would be attacked or they would be evil or they were evil and they would be attacked and so they came to believe this and so you know thought can be measured there are tools that measure thought and this is why thoughts become things. You know, there's a saying, I think, in Unity Church, our thoughts are prayers. <laughs> yeah, and we are always into what you're saying. You know, um, we know this from songs. You listen to a certain song or the words in that, they hold a certain charge. Now, if you listen to something, even in your own self-doubt or worry in your mind, if it's fleeting, it's not really going to impact you. Because we, we, we pick up our own thoughts, our own feelings floating around, other people's, the collective, something that you watched on, the, on, you know, Netflix or Amazon, TV, whatever, or you heard something, you read something. But if we do it over and over, it begins to shape our reality. And if you have a really strong programming and a really strong idea and consciousness around something, it becomes more and more solid. And then it begins to be animated. It's like an animated shadow, shadow self, that then attacks you. So a lot of people have that, and then they sometimes project it out. You know, sometimes they think it's a demon, sometimes, and it's them. They're their own demon against themselves, um, which in which case, even if someone like me comes in and releases it, and unless they do something about their thought process, and feelings and beliefs about themselves, it just gets recreated. It's just like if, you know, I've worked with professional athletes in the hypnotherapy, they, anybody that excels at anything, actually, dancers, anybody, in any field, it doesn't have to be always artist creative, but you build a certain buffer that you, will, you 
rely on or depend on, right? Well, that works also with non-life enhancing or very, um, you know, harmful thinking. We can have a we can have a buffer or a cushion built up of what helps us or what's life enhancing, what helps us achieve what it is that we want to do, and that's built up over time, or what will ultimately undermine us. So there is a lot of this that is coming up right now for people to look at. And what's really important is that we recognize that there is only one, that we're all interconnected through the subtle energy. So fighting against something, which is very old paradigm, or looking at that we're being fought against or victimized, that's not to say we're not a victim. It's a very different thing. Because I've been a victim of something. I've been traumatized, um, you know, as many have. It's not staying in that mindset. It's learning how to work through that and, not, and finding what is my way of empowerment. A lot of people call it from victim to victor. What, is, what am I not seeing in this situation? And we're going to have to do this. Frankly, I really don't see this happening as in astrology really reinforces this. My guide said those visions I had in 2017, they said that it was four years starting in 2020. I feel that once a lot more will come to light next year when that nodal axis changes into Taurus Scorpio, but a lot more will come up. Scorpio is a lot about control, the, you know, the underbelly. Um, you're going to see more and more of it play out. But what's going to keep it playing out, people not stepping into their empowerment. Now, that, and that means, because someone said, well, what can you do? Someone asked me the other day uh, with all these restrictions and mandates. I said, but there's things that you can do individually for it not to get in your head, not to get in your mind, or it's those personal decisions. For some people, it's where you buy something, where you shop what you focus on now, how much are you in the game, are you getting full? I find in the middle of all of this, and I love Apple, but if you can recall, you know, a lot of, the, a lot of what's going on, um, there was a period of time, and even there, there was, a, was a whole movement of teenagers and people in their like mid-20s that were not being, you know, not on their devices all the time. They were choosing to meet IRL, you know, in real life. Or when they were going out, they were really being present with each other, not constantly, you know, on the phone. Because I've seen that. I saw that one time driving, parking somewhere, and there was a group, I don't know, five or six teenagers and all in a circle. And they were all on their phone texting. No one was interacting. But yet they were. They interacted a little bit. I was at an ice cream place. Oh, you want to get this? I'm going to go get that. And then they were back. So there was starting to be this movement, as well as people getting more involved in spirituality, you know, meditation, mindfulness, yoga, being, you know, more into holistic health, um, more into herbs and supplements, um, and less people spending money buying the latest, greatest phone or, or piece of technology. You recall, I mean, definitely in the mid-2000s to about probably 2014, I guess, 2015, 
there was such a thing. Everybody had to have the latest and greatest, and it was publicized, you know, quite a bit. You know, oh, you got to get this this iPhone, this Galaxy, this one. Oh, this one does it. And, and you know, and people waiting in long lines. Less shopping and less people getting in debt through buying things. And I'm not saying these things. I love technology. I love, yeah, but I realized a long time ago, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm off of this train. I don't have to always have the, the latest and greatest. You know, I don't always have to. But you notice last year it started now again. And, and people are being pushed to consume because a lot of times what people do when they don't know what to do to fill the void, they consume, whether it's overbuying products, technology, food, substances, whatever. There's this, let me, there, let me consume, and it also gives a false sense of power. So where am I going with this? <laughs> where I'm going is we have to begin to get off of that train and question, pause, be okay in the void. And understand that everything and everyone that's here is vibrationally part of the experience. The only way we don't have the extreme of the us and them and the control, the over-control, control over and over-control, which comes from the invader-dominator culture, the only way that we don't have that is if we begin in little steps to step outside of that reality and the habits that keep us entrained and entrenched in this. Now, I know a lot of people don't want to do, you know, the research. I mean, when I was a model traveling all over the world, a lot of times when I was in the South, you know, I'd be stationed to do, you know, modeling gigs there for Macy's or whatever, whatever departments. I was with people that were very strong, born again, and they would hear about me. Oh, my God, Michelle does the tarot, and she's this and that. Some of them were kind of scared of me, but then, you know, I'm, we're going to dinners and going out and hanging out. And rooming with it, and I would get in these conversations. And at that time, I really knew, you know, I had to study the Bible, the metaphysical Bible. I had comparative religion. I mean, part of my path, I had to study, you know, as a metaphysician, you had to study everything and look at the truth and where's, you know, kind of the golden mean of it all. And what was interesting, what I would tell you is when we, what ended up happening is most people, when I would, offer, you know, so to speak, the, I'm not going to get all into it here, but the facts and figures of things and how, you know, the Bible had been changed by King James. It wasn't the same as Aramaic, that it was a lot of it was metaphoric and you have to un- understand the Aramaic, um, you know, language to really, you know, get to the truth and that it was used as a tool to basically control. And then I would bring in other, you know, ideology for them just to look at some of them didn't want to look, but most, when they started looking, then they then this is what they would tell me. And not one, not two, three, because I would travel around the country, and I would kind of do this little, like, you know, casual survey. What would they say? Well, if we don't believe this, what can we believe? What should we? If this isn't how it really is, how is it? And I said, well, you have to do your own research like I did. Put something together. I'm not saying don't believe in this. But don't believe that, you know, you're going to die and burn up if you have a different thought. Then ultimately what they said was, because I would say you have to do your own research, that's too much trouble. <laughs> that's, and I'd say, yeah, it's easier to blindly believe something 
in hopes that you're going to be okay. You know, and then you have a crisis of faith because something happens and it ends up not being okay, and then you have to really do your searching. But that's what they say. I'd rather believe what somebody tells me just in case, and if I have to do the research or find out what's really right for me, that's a lot of work. And that's where we're at. So it's easier to call it you're being attacked or there's spiritual warfare or there's demons attacking us. I mean, you can have that reality. I mean, as was it Einstein said, if it's all illusion, you might as well pick an empowering one. We're going to get the chance to pick. And that's not to say bad things don't happen, trauma. That doesn't, that's not to say that, but if you look even through history, it happens because it's unchecked, because there's people that just say, well, that's okay, it sounds okay for now. And, I, and, that, and that may or may not be marching in the streets. That may or may not be suing big corporations or companies or going to Supreme Court or suing, you know, unions. That's a part of it. But the bigger part is individuals, the small little steps that of consciousness and awareness that goes, oh, wait a minute, uh-oh, oh, I don't know, this something's off, this, let me really research this, or what do I really feel is right? So, yeah, my sense is by the time the, nor- the nodal access goes into uh, Aries and, and we get the Pluto and Aquarius, that's when the real, like, woohoo is going to be happening. Like, wake up. The brute awakening is already here, but it's going to get bigger. Because people are going to realize, ah, it's, it's the, not everyone, not everyone, not everyone, but enough people that it's the small decisions. I do have power or empowerment over something. And that's what gains the traction. I remember, and I'm not for red or blue or any color, any color. It reminds me of Quips, right? There's the red bandana and the blue bandana. Well, we have the <laughs> I don't know. We're so separate here. It is not as a star seed that my mind doesn't work like this. I see the people behind. I always have, even as a kid. People think they're voting for a specific president, but you've got to remember we get what we have in consciousness. The predominant consciousness is what gets us our reality. We are interconnected to everything and everyone. So until we more individually change, we are going to have that spiritual psychic warfare of the other coming at us, whether they're within us or externally. But you don't get rid of it. Even my teacher, Dr. Han, when I was doing depossession work, he says, you know why you can do this work so well is you don't believe it. And I didn't. He said, the minute you believe it, you're in that belief system. You start having that reality. That's why a lot of priests don't like to do that because it starts, the thing starts attacking them. But when you don't see that thing or that thing, like my mom would say, you know, do you have more to fear the people, the real, the people, the human people than spirits? We have more control. I remember a few months before, of the election when Trump got in, and my guides, and by all intents and purposes, it was going towards Hillary. Now, that doesn't mean it would have been better. This is not, because it's not the president. It's the cobble, it's the group, steering committee behind, and what allows those people to steer. There has to be a steering committee in the, in a, in a you know, international, global world, of course. 
we all have committees. Even if you have a family, you've got a, you've got a committee, somebody that's making those big decisions. And then you have a figurehead. It's like the boardroom in a company. The CEO doesn't make those big decisions on their own. They have a board. They have a board they have to answer to. But this is what my guides told me, the spiritual hearing or oversouls in meditation. And I was told by somebody in the White House, by the way, Hillary was assumed to get in. She must have done something that pissed people off because, you know, um, because there's always there's always the universal or the God, the all that is. There always is the plan that gets orchestrated and moved through people and situations. And sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks bad. Sometimes it doesn't matter. There's all there's a main trajectory of where we're going. So everyone is used. You know. I use the example of somebody, let's say you're in a, there's somebody in a restaurant and their, their, their food is poisoned, right? And the waiter doesn't know that. And the waiter's bringing the food to the man. And then a man gets up, man or woman, doesn't matter, a person gets up, very inebriated, that's drunk, and he's stumbling. And he hits the tray that the waiter has the poisoned food on. And so it's all over the floor. And so the man doesn't get poisoned. The person doesn't get poisoned. And the waiter is, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. We have to remake this now. And then later it's found out, oh, my God, this, you know, the poisoned food didn't get to this person. Was that a person a hero? He had no idea what he was doing, that person that got up stumbling. But he was used. That's what my guides had told me about Trump getting in. They said he's the fastest way I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact words they used. I'll try to, if I could to go back. He told me that he was the one that Nostradamus was talking about and that he was the fastest way to to bring the next level of awakening. Not because he's so special or anything about him. I mean, if you've done the research on him or anybody, but because of the, what he brought up to the surface and what he represented as an icon, what he galvanized. Because as humans, we very much... Don't read the fine print. We just, oh, we just go for something. You know, know, that's that's going to be changing too. So they said, yeah, and they said, and I said, I I was shocked. I'm like, well, why is this? Because I was still looking kind of surface. I was like, you're not going for one or the other, red or the blue or green or pink. Not going for one person or the other. Um, But I was shocked, and they said, and, and look, brought up a lot of awareness about borderline, about narcissism, about power over, underpowered, bullying, bullying, all this stuff came up, um, you know, civil rights, what people really think about certain, you know, people who feel stepped upon, rights, all of that. He was that icon for that. You know, there's a lot of icons like that. Picasso, Madonna, Lady Gaga, we can go through history. There's, there's you know, that, that encoding, they're being used. They hold, they hold enough of the vibrational frequency of what the collective is going through. That's what people don't realize. You don't get into those positions unless you have enough of the frequency of what the collective is going through. It's resonance and coherence. But the guys did say something. They said, well, it's the responsibility of the light workers. You're not doing your inner work. You're not doing your work fast enough. And I asked why. Because of boundaries. Yes. We would rather go to the Himalayas or cut off than learn how to deal with with people 
that are that are problematic or that are you might want to call you know malignantly narcissistic or whatever we cave in instead of seeing that we have very strong power and empowerment through the light we don't use our light enough and if you want to call it the other side they do they you they have psychics remote viewers i was asked to, to work with the government in the mid 90s they have they using the same technology they know about the Kabbalion. they know about universal law they know astrology timing in fact president reagan used astrology to plan his whole campaign because his wife was a big astrology you know big business astrology and believe me i have some clients that are in the you know politics even on the white house and they come to me psychic channel medium numerology astrology people venture capitalists what's the best time to do can you remote view and see what what this you know company is thinking or this ceo or you know strategizing they may not talk about it but they use it so we have to start using our own empowerment one of the things one of my teachers taught me to say you know there's a process in hypnotherapy what's the worst that could happen what's the worst that could happen if i stand up to that bully if i stand up and say no no more or if i come to someone's aid even if i you know let's use the vax got the vax and i love it but what if i say but it's not for everyone instead of shaming the other and that goes both ways we don't i i you know there's certain things i don't agree with but but the shame see the shame keeps us disempowered the shame keeps us locked in that's the problem the shame and the guilt that's with you that's what this whole you know catastrophe this man-made situation that's going on to further the the agenda that's in place if you look around it's based on shaming and that's what cults you i've done you know deprogramming of cults and what kept the person in the people in was the shame oh, if i leave they'll think this or my mom or dad they won't see me because you know i do this or i do that or i believe this way so look at in your own life where is the shame keeping you in and what's the worst that could happen if you speak up you have to go to the extreme in your mind like oh i could be thrown in prison oh i could die i could do this whatever it is for you oh they may not like me i may not be able to go here or get in here or i might look stupid let your mind entertain the what's the worst that could happen and keep what's okay if that happened then what's the worst that could happen if that happened what's and then you'll ultimately see that the worst that could happen doesn't happen because you take that empowered step because the more people that are empowered in small step quiet ways that changes and i always use the example how many how many how many um typewriters do you see now you know are you going to take stock in xerox paper how many fax machines no one had to force you to use a smartphone no one had to force you to use a pda no one had to force you to use a laptop no one had to force you to use your ipad or now do so much on your phone that there's i think lawyers now are the only ones that have uh, this is what i'm told for documents but even now there's docusign right so how did that happen how did because people stopped using that they didn't they preferred rather than typing the letter they'd send the email 
So I would suggest where can you do this in your life? Where can you do where can you do this in your life so that you are connecting more with the empowered aspect of yourself, which begins to neutralize that non-life enhancing shadow. Because once we start doing that, then we create a tipping point in the other direction. We neutralize the psychic attack, whether it's coming from within or without. And psychic means psyche. Psychic means psychic. Our psyche, our inner psyche is our soul. So what is very much attacking our soul is very much coming from us. Yes, words are empowering. Thank you, Sue. Yeah. I is not the collective. Well, we have a collective. See, that's what we have to realize, you guys. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. You can't say that everything is from one source through the subtle energy. And if you – listen, I was driving the other day to go to my chiropractor, Dr. Kenji. He is so amazing. And I told him this part. I About five blocks before I get to his office, I feel his energy field already. I immediately, because I was feeling a bit depressed, down, and I find the chiropractic adjustments really help because they realign, get the neurons firing, keep my body in alignment. I could already feel the adjustment happening, and that's how powerful his energy field is. But that's because he's a master at his craft, and he's so believed. I mean, he asked how my knee is because I was in an accident, and so it's me, one knee. And I said, um, not too bad. And he said, oh, no, there's nothing bad about the knee. Uh, I want you to change that to say, it's pretty good, it's doing better. And it is a lot, lot, lot better. He lives at that frequency. And I kid you not, the first time it happened and I felt this energy, I was like, whoa. I could feel the, I'm, I'm starting to, it's like a Reiki treatment. I'm getting my rate, I'm getting energetically adjusted already. I could feel his energy, his positivity. Then as I get closer, you know, I was in a lift this, uh, and I'm driving and I'm feeling it more. And I'm like, wow, I feel so good. Then the, the last bit is the adjustment. I've already got the adjustment etherically. People, that's where we're going to be living. Do you want to live there? That, that's where the quantum change happens. That, what do you think Reiki is? What, we're going to be living in that field if you choose to. That's the what people people that don't, but there will be enough places and people coming together where you're living in that field all the time. You're open to it. I could see that his, his energy, his, his design, his awareness, his, his, let's say, seed of consciousness, and it's like a, a gossamer, the subtle energy. I could see where mine is. We're, we're connected. It's like what they say in quantum physics about the quark. You know, that, that, that nano quark, that quark isn't always there. It's the observer effect. So now I'm so aligned to his energy frequency, but I'm always connected to it. I'm just now more aligned to it. So I etherically get the adjustment, which starts affecting my physical body even before I, I get there. And he's working on other people. So that's where we all have to start moving into that frequency, that experience, and helping each other move into that and live from that place. Yes, I love what you said in the chat. We are sovereign, but we are interconnected to everything and everyone. And the, 
We have never lived from that space. That's why we have the same game and the same patterns that we've had thousands of years. And now we finally have a chance because we have soul awareness. We're getting it detangled out of these old ideas. We cannot do it separate. If even It's just in consciousness in your mind. It's not that you have to say, oh, I like you, or I get you. you know, no, it's not about that. It's what we think in our mind. You know, it's what if, if we, even if, some, if someone is doing something so horrible, stupid, whatever, you know, power play, whatever you want to call it, whatever, then you just have to acknowledge that. You don't necessarily want to be around, but then you, you don't, as the I Ching says, you don't hold them in a mental prison. You don't, in your mind, say they're separate, they're stupid, they're, they're less than because they think this way. That's what keeps us in the trap. We just have to make the shift in the mind, and then through the mind, it begins to be in the etheric plane. Then those people that are less conscious or acting out of wounding begin to receive the light. You still may have to, you know, not agree with them or not be around them or march against them, whatever, sue that, whatever it is. But in your mind, you're not holding the vibrational frequency. That's what people don't understand. You still have to do what you have to do. I mean, it, it talks about it in the Bhagavad Gita. You, know, you still have to do what you have to do. But the more you hold that frequency in the mind or open in through the void, it lessens in the outer world. All right, Radiant Soul Lights. Um, I hope this helps a bit. Um, because we got to get out of this mindset of uh, I'm being, the demons are after us and doing, yes, people are doing demonic things. You could say people have an evil side. I mean, but come on, people. We, we can shift this together. We can shift this together. I have to catch myself, too. You have to play it out. You just don't want to live from that place. Be mad. Oh, they're doing this is wrong. This is wrong. I don't like that. This is demonic. This is evil. But then in your mindset, you don't want to stay there because then you're, then you're, you're holding the extreme of the opposite polarity. And as long as we stay at the extremes of the opposite polarity, we engage the other to react or enact that towards us. We can diffuse them through the higher vibrational frequency through that universal heart. Now, that's not mamby-pamby. That's, again, that's not saying you don't have to do what you have to do on the earthly level, but it's the consciousness to what you're doing, right? It's a consciousness with what you're doing. Because in mind, in universal mind, in non-local mind, everything and everyone is interconnected. We're held together by vibrational frequency. So nothing and no one is on this planet that the vibration or a complex of vibrational frequencies and wavelengths is not needed or necessary. Otherwise, it's what we call extinct. The form and the function is gone. So if something is here, it's still playing out, and we have a small part in that. We have to find out what that part is. It could be ever a sliver. But once you find it, then you become more free. You free up more of the healing light energy, and that moves us out of that extremes of the polarity plane to play out the warfare. We want to get out of the idea, the ideology of war and warfare, us and them. 
So anybody has any ways or ideas, let me know how to do it. Let's get to callers. Hello. Welcome. You're on Awakening. Hi. Thank you so much for this great class. Hey, you're welcome. What's your question? And, uh, What's your first name and your question? Oh, my name is Lisa. I am, um, I've got a little dog that's been sick since we got her. I'm wondering if this is all going to resolve itself, and I'm also... She needs to have a hernia repair, but she's not perfectly well, and I don't know if I should take her to the hospital for it or to our vet for it. Oh, boy, she came in with a lot of little stuff, it shows. Um, a lot of little what? A lot of little th- a lot of health issues, I feel, like her, yeah. even her constitution. Just love her. Um can you take her to the vet? Where you feel most comfortable is what I'm hearing, because that will communicate to her is what I'm getting, Lisa. Okay. Wherever you feel most comfortable or most care. Um, I did social surgery, so that's looking like that's a possibility. Um, but that's what I'm getting for you. Take her where you feel most comfort and care. And talk to them and get the best plan. But it's really also about you really feeling comfortable and confident. So that energy and that viewpoint translates into your wonderful little being there, okay? Are her health issues going to resolve? Feels like she has a lot underlying stuff. Without going deeper into the reading, feels like there's a lot more underlying. So... That's what I'm saying. Get a plan. Go to your, who, who, whichever place you feel most comfortable and confident, and then you need to communicate that. And I would just tell her, it's going to be okay. We're handling this. Right now I feel she needs a lot of soothing. You do too, but she needs. she's picking up on your energy. That will help her healing process. That We're taking care of this. We're getting this taken care of, okay? Step by step, we're taking care of this. All right. Big hug, Lisa. Big hug to you. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hi, Michelle. Good call it. Hello. Hello, it's Lee. Good to connect with um, you. Yes, you too. Um, I'm going to be going into um, a mediation soon. Okay. I feel I something kind of legal. Okay, so what's yes. your question about something legal? How is it going to go? Or how to prepare. Yeah, I kind of want to see what you, uh, what, what you might see as the possible, I know everything can kind of be subject to change, but um, just kind of what your initial outcome. Let's look at how you're going to respond about it. Um, how is this Let's see. You feel very strong. I, I feel there, there seems to be options that are put forth, so there may be a lot of communication, a lot of back and forth in this uh, process or procedure. Um, you're trying to get it to just one time. could become quite emotional. I would say even write out what you want or what you may want to cover because it could go kind of fast. Um, okay. Well, slow but yet fast, and I'll tell you what I mean. To to go back and forth might be slow, 
but I feel like they have there's an agenda like you know this issue this issue boom 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 it's kind of laid out um yes yeah. let's see how you should best prepare okay well i'm getting the open-minded workable but that's the thing if you have something in your mind that you want in other words on the outside show i'm really i want to just work with what's best for all involved you know, definitely if there's children or anybody involved or household, what's, what's fair. So, but I want you to have your own idea, your own agenda, write that down, that what, what's fair to you. So this yeah. is the case of yeah. the negotiation where you know you're not fighting. You don't want to fight against. You want to listen to the options, even if you know you're not going to go for that. And you can even say, oh, I understand how you feel or that I, I see why you think this. Actually, this is what's needed. This is actually what's best or I've looked at this. So it's saying to give an appearance of, oh, because whoever this is that you're, you know, talk about what we've been talking about this. They've been painting you as not um, workable, like very emotional and very, like, won't listen and and you know very what is it like over for like i'm going to only do this my way or the highway kind of thing yeah so you need to give the outer appearance that you're listening and taking in so you're going to have to listen and take it in but still have what you feel is right so you know that is what is healthiest for you and those concerned okay Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, makes great sense. Thank you. Okay, yeah. So just um, because if you're too pushy and hard at the beginning or too cut off, it, 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 that was, is going to set a different tone. Um, right. But you have to, but I feel like you have your own wisdom. This is about your own wisdom and your own knowledge of what is fair what is actual what is justice what is right what is actually fair and that's what you that's what you need to hold to okay 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 all right good all right. luck thank Keep you us posted i appreciate it mm -hmm. i will thank yeah. you mm -hmm. hi welcome to awakenings you're on air hello hello, hello. michelle hello hello who's i hi Hello, hello. Hi. Who is this? Hi, this is Debbie. <laughs> Listen, Hi, um, Debbie. I'm a nurse, and I'm I'm about to be mandated to take the COVID uh, shots, and I'm just a little nervous mm -hmm. or anxious about it because I did some research and some of the possible possible side effects and some of the ingredients. So I was just wondering, how can I mentally prepare myself for this this event? Mm, okay, that's a good. And you know, some people do perfectly well with it, so. And that's mm -hmm. care. Yeah. Well, obviously, no, I, mean, I mean, go ahead. You know, I'm a nurse, and um, it's either you take the shot or you have no job. That's that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, that's the heart. Yeah. There, I feel like there's. What would mentally prepare you? Because obviously, that's that's a pisser. You know, that's not fair. That's that's in your right. It's actually not legal. Um. But, um, yeah. so, yeah, that's, 
sometimes I look so I can protect my mind. Hmm? Your mind. Well, if it's something that you just have to do. Sometimes there are things that we just have to do. I I can't answer that for you because it's going to be individual for each person of Mm -hmm. how they reconcile what they have to what they have to do see and i do feel that a lot of the uprising that i see in the future that i saw in those those visions i had is going to be because it's a never-ending thing it's going to be more and i I predicted this and it's panning out there's going to be more Mm -hmm. shots more boosters more because it's not about it's not about that um but it's a way to control. I feel that a lot of the people now. So sometimes people are working within the system, and it sounds like you are. So that's one way you mm-hmm. can wrap your head around it. Because sometimes it's the people that work within the system that say, "Hey, I did this, and I keep and that's not fair, or I'm not doing this anymore." Um, right. Or I am doing I'm just whatever it is. Whatever you. Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned about the possible side of it. That's all. Is it right for me? That's the. I mean, I don't have a problem with taking it. It's just the possible side effects, and, and is this right for me? See, I can't answer that because that's not psychic. Uh, yeah. I'm not getting a yes or a no on you, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I got actually for a client of mine that's giving it to their child, I got down the road there would be problems, and I tried to mention, and they were just very closed about it. So some people, okay. you know, again, it, I think that this part is, 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 is what I think, and that's many of you have heard me talk about this, I think this is why the guides always told me, rather than coming out with my predictions from the last 30 years about all this kind of stuff, is was to teach people to trust their intuition. So okay. you have to go, so whatever you're going, see, the other thing is if you would naturally do something like this, you're probably mm-hmm. more likely to be okay, right. right? I have weird responses to medication, so I take very little. I mean, if I take a, if I take, in the car accident, I had this very strong Advil. Simply, the doctor said it was just stronger Advil, and I had anaphylactic shock, and my, you know, my lips turned right. blue. I mean, it was scary. Yeah, um, my face mm-hmm. puffed up. So I, I, I don't naturally, you know, I have a different mindset. And, and But yet I have people that I know around me that they just, you know, pop pills or take this or that, and they're fine, you yeah. know. So I feel like if you're, this, I would say sit with yourself, connected with your body, uh-huh. and then just yeah. envision what you're going to do, getting the and, – and, and your body, if it, just, if it stays relaxed, if it's mm-hmm. not repelling, you know, mm-hmm. and, and – tr- and trust your own gut on this, your own, in, you know, intuition um, on this, your own body wisdom on this. Right. Definitely That's not detracting I spiritually. I, I've had the, then then do that. You know, I've had people say, "Oh, um, you know." That's why I stay neutral. I mean, hopefully, I, I don't have to ever take it because I I re- not only really don't want to, but because I have such adverse reactions to things. I'm. I would yeah. probably be the one that would. Ha- yeah, I've had really. I mean, I, I've taken. You know, I don't know. Five HTP supplements and have very bizarre. Right. But it's but not going to track spirit spiritually. What is that? What everybody has to worry concern about. I mean, there is concern about that to some degree. 
it's honestly the willy-nilly, the tracking, the trade, it's getting in the system. But that, that's, that's a fate of complete, that's going to happen. And that's where the uprising is going to, the bigger uprising is going to happen. And it's almost like everybody has to kind of go, a lot of people have to go into that system to then rebel yeah. against it. So basically you're All saying right, Debbie, use my own intuition. Okay. Use your own intuition, okay. yeah. Quiet, okay. feel it out. And then even ask your body, well, what do I need to do? Do I need to take more vitamins? Or, you know, more yeah. oxygen to move it through my body. What do I need to do to help in this process? Because this is what I'm finding myself yes, yes. having to do. Right? Okay, yeah. And be in Got partnership it. with your body. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Right. You keep us posted, okay? Rooting for you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate that call, really, I do, because I can't answer that. I have a different lifestyle. I, I can't tell someone to not do something and, you know, th that's your own call, your own call individually. I can't make that decision for people. Um, I just can't, you know, and I won't. I don't because then I'm, then I'm like, quote, unquote, other side if we're going sidesies again, you know. Just with those people saying don't do it and do it, you know, it's both. It's up to individuals. It's It's. That's the whole thing. It's the Aquarian age is individual responsibility. And looking ahead, what kind of society do I want to create? But a lot of people weren't prepared for this. And as my, my friend's ex-husband, former ex-husband, Ted Gunderson said, you will know the agenda is going in place when they start begin to take down the United States and the businesses, small businesses. And that's what's happening. So people aren't as prepared, but now you can start preparing. Oh, what if this goes further and I don't want to do this? What can I do individually? Not out of fear, but just looking ahead. You know, if you know it's, there's a possibility to rain, just, you know, throw an umbrella in your car. Okay, did I get to this one already? Hi, welcome to Awakenings. Oh, you got me already. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hi, you're on air. Okay, let's go back. Hi, hello. welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi there. This is Markai. Hi, Markai. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, so I'm feeling a lot of um, healings around my relationship with my mom. We've recently... Um, mm had kind of a falling out and there's we've always had some dissonance in our relationship but things are kind of at a peak and I'm realizing what boundaries I want to have and I'm just kind of wondering like what's actually going on here like what's underneath of this because I'm getting a lot of like 4444 1111 uh, mm. a lot of messages about letting go so mm. yeah I'm just kind of curious because my heart still hurts beautiful okay so 444 is about getting angelic assistance and or what you would call mm -hmm. universal assistance. You're being protected. It also is a sign everything is going to be okay. But usually when we get 444, mm -hmm. we are going through something very challenging, especially emotionally, and we're just like making it through. So, of course, the number mm -hmm. when you're seeing it is emitting a certain vibrational frequency 
of protection, mm-hmm. of cozy, kind of, a, you know, like a warm blanket around you, you know, to uplift you. Mm-hmm. Um, 1111 is like a, and a lot of people started seeing this, and I know I did around the harmonic convergence, the first one. Um, mm-hmm. It's a signal of being on the right track or path, but it also is like a, vibrationally, it's like a, a chiropractic adjustment energetically. It shows that you're getting vibrationally attuned or adjusted. And I actually have my blog, soulplayground.life. I have two, I think I have a, I have a long post on 1111. 111 mm-hmm. and 1212. Those are really important. They're not so much, those are not so much angel numbers. I know a lot of people ascribe it to that, but they're, they're not really. They're not mm-hmm. um, like 444 Those are angel numbers as well as many other combinations. These are literally vibrational attunements. Now, the other numbers, the uh, angel numbers usually bring, uh, yeah, they bring some kind of energy, grace, upliftment, protection, awareness. Um, like a lot of people think 333, three, three, that has a lot to do with creativity or getting your, you know, your message out there or creative expression or connecting more to your soul for more um, soul expression. Um, it could show somebody's very creative. So it's interesting to me that you've got the 444, which is very much about protection. And I also, if you saw me right now, I have my arms kind of embracing and holding up. So I feel you're getting some kind of held in that angelic bath, the bath of the universe, and God, the all that. It, you're being uplifted, but you're also being vibrationally shifted to a higher vibrational frequency so that you can understand, you can come to an awareness of what's going on. So I would say expect a flash of insight coming, like, a, oh, this is why this is this way. Oh, this is why she's this way. This is why I reacted this Oh, coming. So you're getting both kind of a healing, being held in, in, in from the cosmos, from God, the all that is, the angelic realm. There's this holding you while the attunement is happening. Yes. That really resonates for sure. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. And I... <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I noticed too with her own astrology that there was some relationship shifts for her too. So I was like, okay, so maybe this isn't just on my end. Like maybe this is also something for her as well. Yes, that's right. And see that the, 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 the attunement, because we don't, we don't, um, we can't see, and again, I'm gonna, this is Jung Einstein, Einstein. We can't solve the problem from the same mindset it was created. So we can't see things mm-hmm. until we ship. That's why I'm always kind of harping on over and over, and probably people get tired of me saying that, about getting out of the extremes of the polarity. You know, I'm not a saint, you know, floating in the air. It's hard. I have to work on it. But we can't see, mm-hmm. not a, forget the other person's point of view. We can't see what to do when we're caught in the extremes of the polarity. And so when we get that attuned, when we get held and we get we vibrationally shift, then we can see like you saw, oh, something, she is shifting. Something's happening with her too. Oh, something's going on here. See, so now you're starting to see the full picture. Now, it still be, may be hurtful to you. You still have to heal the, the wounding. You know, you still have to be gentle with yourself. This isn't about cutting off. But now you have, now you're not stuck in the extremes of the polarity. It, it could still be, look what she did to me, and that was hurtful. That, that's not mothering. That's not nice. 
But you also, at the same breath, can say, yeah, but I see she's healing too. Ah, she was, I see she's going through. Having two or more points of view automatically raises our vibration frequency. That's infinite mind, you know, it's like a parallel processor. It processes everything. It's only the local mind, which only holds about 7.5 or 8 bits of information, like an old flash drive. It wants to stay in the duality of us and them, either or. You know, you're this right. if you don't do yeah. that. You're that if you don't do this. Yeah. So you're, it's beautiful, beautiful. All right, Mark Heide, lots of love and light mm-hmm. to you. And Tammy says Thank blessings you so much. in the chat. Yeah, blessings. Appreciate you. We got our support. Thank you. We got our support here and in the chat. We're supporting all of you. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. My name is Patricia. I wish I'd like to find out. I'm going to have gotten serious about writing this book that's been germinating a while. Um, And uh, just to get it down on paper and the topic, which, and I'm trying to decide the independent publishers or persons to work with me to help get it published and so on. Uh, what right. if I give you names of those companies or the names of the owners of those companies? I'm trying to figure out which yes. one would, yes. would yes. be helpful. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, Angela Wynn Angel Wright LLC. Now she specializes in helping middle aged women write their memoirs. Okay, go ahead and give them all to me. I'm going to write them down. Okay, and the other is Kapusha, C-A-P-U-C-I-A, Publishing, L-L-C. Uh, that's Christine Closer. She's the CEO. Um, and the other, uh, I, don't, I don't know if she has a publishing company, but her, she's a business speaker, a speaker business coach, a speaker or Leah Moore, but obviously writing a book would be, you know, as a speaker, which I want to do as well. What that's, was the last it. one saying? Orly, O-R-L-Y, A-M-O-R is her last name. I know I'm obviously it's going to be an investment. I get that. Uh, but along with the financial investment. Which one um, are you more drawn to? Which one are you more drawn to? Oh, well, <laughs> and I don't know any of these ladies. Um, well, I feel you need to research them, but I do get a strong read on that angel, the first one. So I don't know if that's the first one you looked at or, you know, it's got to uh, resonate for you as well. Yeah, um, yeah part of me wants to... The, the, Part of you wants to what? Yeah, wants to write a memoir and then, um, you know, okay. and start. Also, I'm getting something in the back. You've got TV or radio on, and that's I can't hardly just causing this. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, um, yeah. Well, I feel you need to connect with them and see. Um, Capucha, the one, the second one might be a bit costly. So that depends how much you want to put in. Um, right. 
the Orly could be good, but I don't know if you're ready for that is what I was hearing. You have to decide do you want to start speaking first. Mm-hmm. Um Um, yeah, or do you want to write write the book, or what? Which one is first? Well, shoot, I believe they go hand in hand. I mean, I'm learning both. Um, right. You know, by listening to free webinars and um, and then you know well, I had to pick, have because to... it's it's not that you're not going to do both, but pick what mm-hmm. is the one that's calling you first. Because there may be a there may be a learning there, a lesson, a learning, or something you might go, oh, I need to integrate this in the book, or or mm-hmm. I'm writing this book and I need to speak about it. So what I feel is you need to ke- connect with the one that's going to catch the right. end the most energy, the high, the resonance of a higher vibrational frequency that brings you joy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, probably the writing, and you'll feel a. Okay, then 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 that's where the, that go in that direction. So that that already weaves one person out. You put that other person on the side burner, then. Right, right. Okay, the one that catches mm. the most energy with you, and you're like, oh, I'm going to do that, and your heart opens up more. You know, you, you, there's an expansion of energy, a little bolt of energy. That's the one you need to go with. Okay. All right, sweetie. Um. Thank Keep you. us posted in how it all unfolds. Yes, absolutely. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, you're on air. Okay. Oops. Hello. Oops. That was Patricia. Here we go. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hello, you're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello. Yes, hi, I can hear you. You're on air. Welcome to Awakening. Oh, hello. Um, I was, um, my name's Natasha. I was just wondering if you could give me a quick um, reading about any energy you may be picking up regarding my body. And anything specific? Um, just some changes that seem to be happening with um, the lower chakra areas, like the hips and back and joints. Okay, let's look. Maybe something with diet. I, I've, I've been changing my diet, but I'm wondering if I'm yeah, doing the right thing. Good. Or Yeah, and movement and stretching. The thing is, you've got a lot of compacted energy there. So if there's ah. any... Yeah, if there's any yoga or stretches, even just forward mo- movement that you can do, that would be helpful. Yeah. Moving okay. the body more. All right, I will. I will keep even, doing that. Even dance, dance, self-expression, oh. and also you're being called to be more creative. Do you paint by any chance? Um, no, I used to. I, I'm creative in other ways. Uh, I bake. Okay, get back. Uh, Get back Get into, into painting. painting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, and express myself that way. Yes, yes, yes. Your body, and I felt you're standing up. I don't know. I feel. I see. There's this amazing color coming through with your painting, whether abstract, oh. whatever it is. And now, mind you, you don't have to do it forever. But right now, that's the guides are saying is 
the painting okay. somehow okay. is going to release and open something for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Just one. Just one other thing. Mm-hmm. So, it it isn't something that is dire. Then it's it's just blocked or suppressed energy. That's what I'm getting right but, now. Now, mind you, these okay. are quick reads. This isn't a personal reading where I could do me- medical scan. But I'm not. I, the first thing that I got was like a lot painting. of contacted okay. energy. So, well, no, I got movement to to, to move to stretch. Um, okay. You know, dietary was, would obviously be good too. What you were what? Oh, I, I was I was doing rebra- uh, rebounding earlier this year, but now my joints are so sore that it doesn't like it's uncomfortable to do that. And I haven't What's changed rebounding? my diet so I can so I can absorb um, minerals more. That's good. A good probiotic. But well, watch the wheat. Do you eat a lot of wheat? No, no, I'm I'm gluten free and vegan. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and what 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 about tofu? No, no, I I don't eat tofu or wheat or corn or anything like that. I was I was actually very close to being high raw except for potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. and now I'm changing it so it's more keto and more fat or protein-based instead of the fruit? That could be good. I mean, listen, I, I at one point, I was, I think, a vegetarian for 20 years, and seven years I was um, vegan, <laughs> all plant-based, and I and then three years, for three years, I was on raw food. And yes. um, so I, and I listened to my body after being vegan, because I went, like, vegan and raw food, and then I went vegetarian. Um <clears throat> I, I was wondering about that. Every now and then. I was wondering if I should start eating eggs. Okay, I'm I'm trying no, I'm trying all of so. like it's very different. <laughs> okay. Well, what's well what's going on with you? What is the because um, I'm seeing like it's like just like an accordion and the, it needs to expand. That could be. Uh, well, are you feeling I mean, bloating? Um, no, not. I, I I prefer eating the high, like the the more lighter, like the fruit. But um, I'm moving into this other way of eating because um, I got some holistic advice that was suggesting that was better for me. But I'm struggling with it a little because it's different. I kind of prefer eating the other way. But I'm open to well, changing. Why don't you go? Well, why don't you go? What happens when you eat the other way? Um, well, I that you want to. I just thought that's what, I thought that's why my joints were were hurting. I thought maybe it was I needed to change. Like I called in um, earlier this summer, and you suggested doing yoga, which was what I had actually been doing that day when I called in. And I have been adding more yoga into my routine, but my joints are just getting more and more sore now. So I feel like I either have to start eating eggs or, or bone broth or meat. Um, products or something, or but maybe it is just a block creativity. Well, try that. Well, it's funny because I got yoga again and stretching, so that seems yeah. to be something you need to do. Try also things like organ, um, you know, food grade diatomaceous earth that helps with inflammation, soreness. Also, look into homeopathics because they do. There are homeopathics that work on. Um, inflammation of joints or stiff joints. I'm not okay. sure it's something that you're eating. I don't get a lot of acid. It's so, you know, 
Oh, it could be there could be other th- yeah, I'm not getting a lot of acid in your system. So Okay. I thought that's what it was. I guess it's just a lot of stress, blocked energy, blocked creativity and, and yeah, worry that's just exactly. manifesting in yeah, the body. You, well yeah, mm. just by what you're telling me, you're not eating a lot of acidic food. Well, I'm I'm trying. I mean, I I try my best to eat well and organic and. Okay, so you know what? It sounds like it's energetic. Hmm. Yeah, I would. Okay. Do, I, and I would really look into the homeopathics and maybe get the diatomate food grade diatomaceous earth cleanse clears and moves stuff. It's also good for inflammation. And see how that hmm. goes. And I would definitely say trust, trust, trust your intuition in your body about what, how you prefer to eat. Because you're getting a message that, yeah. that's better than anybody can give you right now, even me. So that your body is telling you something. So if you're okay. drawn to that and you're feeling good on that, then it's something else. All right, Thank you very keep much. Keep posted. Call back. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Oh, that's so true, Sue, in the chat. If you're an empath, energies will always be affecting you. That is so true. You guys, I love you so much. You're all so amazing. Oh, everybody that's here in the chat. Hello, everyone in the chat. Lots of love to you and light. Um, Yes, wow. And thank you, everyone that called in. Those of you that are listening later, well, hello. Hello to you in the archives. All right, everyone, um, please connect with me on Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache on Patreon and, most importantly, YouTube. Come to my YouTube and uh, subscribe, get those notifications. But most importantly, like I said earlier at the beginning of the program, comment. Put in the comments what you're going through. You can't call in. Um I just love this connecting. I love what we've co-created here. I love all that you're doing. So much wisdom in the chat. Um, yeah, I'm reading the chat. Athena about low joint pain. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, collagen, I don't know if she's still on the, but I've been taking this diatomaceous earth, food great, and um collagen and putting it in a smoothies or just putting it in water and drinking it that that kind of stuff really helps also um, sometimes drinking more water helps with inflammation and joint pain there seems you know as we ascend more we need more water for the electrical um, conductiveness all right everyone love you so much and um, as always continue to shine your light share your insights awake I'm Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?